decided to be even more forthcoming about my biology. A couple of these articles I've used before in past episodes, but I have new material to give you. So you know that I often say that I like to expand and expound upon the old so you can always get new out of the old. And you get new out of the new. Either way, it's always brand new. So let me say before I start, I am a member of the LGBTQIA plus community and I'm 100% proud of it. So let us revisit healthily who and what I am and who not I am and what I am not. Okay. So healthline.com 47 terms describe sexual attraction, behavior and orientation. Uh, medically reviewed by Jennifer Littner, PhD, LMFT, CST by Mir Abrams, LCSW, updated on February 17, 2023. So you can understand that I tend to use experts when it comes to these episodes like this. So you understand that I'm not making shit the fuck up. So let's start with allosexual, a word and category describing those who experience sexual attraction. Use of this term helps normalize the experience of people on the asexual spectrum, provides a more specific label to describe those who aren't a part of the asexual community. So, yes, I am allosexual. Next, allosexism. This refers to norms, stereotypes, and practices in society that operate under the assumption that all human beings experience or should experience sexual attraction. Allosexism grants privilege to those who experience attraction, leads to prejudice against against any race or asexual people. I am not allosexism. Next, androsexual, a term used to communicate sexual or romantic attraction to men, males, and masculinity. This term intentionally includes attraction to those who identify as men, male, and masculine, regardless of biology, anatomy, or and, and sex assigned at birth. I am androsexual. Next, asexual. Some who identify as a member of the asexual community experiences little or no sexual attraction to others of any gender. Asexuality is a broad spectrum. People who identify as asexual may also identify with one or more other terms that can more specifically capture their relationship to sexual attraction, also referred to as ACEs in quotations, A-C-E-S. Some people who are asexual do experience romantic attraction to people of one or multiple genders. Some asexual people may also engage in sexual activity. I am not asexual. A romantic, a romantic orientation that describes people who experience little or no romantic attraction regardless of sex or gender. I am not a romantic. A-R-O-M-A-N-T-I-C. Next, autosexual, a person who's sexually attracted to themselves. 
Someone's desire to engage in sexual behavior such as masturbation doesn't determine whether they're autosexual. I am autosexual. A-U-T-O-S-E-X-U-A-L. Autoromantic. A romantic orientation that describes a person who's romantically attracted to themselves. People identify as eight auto, people identify as autoromantic often report experiencing relationship they have with themselves as romantic. I am autoromantic. By curious. This refers to people who are questioning or exploring bisexuality, often due to a curiosity about one's romantic or sexual attraction to people of the same or different genders. I used to identify as bicurious, but I am not bicurious anymore. By self-description. Next, bisexual. A sexual orientation that describes people who experience sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction to people of more than one gender. Also referred to as bi, bisexual typically includes individuals who are attracted to a variety of people with genders that are similar to and different than their own. I used to identify as bisexual, but I no longer identify as bisexual anymore by self-description. Biromantic, people who experience romantic attraction but not sexual attraction to people more than one gender. I used to identify as biromantic, but I am no longer biromantic by self-description. Closeted. I hate that term. Closeted or the state of being in the closet describes people in the LGBT plus community who don't publicly or openly share their sexual identity, sexual attraction, sexual behavior, gender expression, gender identity. Uh, I, I hate the term because human beings are not articles of clothing. Human beings are not coat hangers. And human beings are not thingamajigs. Ugh. Closeted is often understood as the opposite of quote-unquote out and refers to the metaphorical hidden or private place an LGBTQ plus person comes from in the process of making decisions about disclosing gender and sexuality. Some people may be out in certain communities but closeted in others due to fear of discrimination, mistreatment, rejection, or violence. I used to be closeted, but I am not closeted anymore. And this episode is definitely proof of that. Coming out, I hate this term because, again, they treat people like me as if we're sinister shadows. And somehow we have doppelgangers who make a mockery of who we are. That's how they make it seem like we have. It seems they they're basically saying we're Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like that's so insulting. A phrase that refers to the process of being open about one's sexuality and gender. For many LGBTQ plus people, coming out in quotations isn't a one-time event, but a process and series of moments and conversations. Also described as quote-unquote coming out of the closet. Ugh. This process can include sharing about 
a same gender or similar gender sexual or romantic attraction or experience or experience identifying as LGBTQIA+, disclosing one specific gender identity, gender expression, or sexual or romantic orientation. Some LGBTQ plus people decide to keep their sexuality, gender, intersex status private while others decide to share these things with loved ones, acquaintances, or the public. The process of coming out or the state of being out is a source of self-acceptance and pride for many but not all LGBTQ plus people. However, it's important to remember that each person's coming out experience is different and the act of coming out can be hard and emotional. The decision to come out is deeply personal. Each person should make decisions about disclosing sexuality and gender in their own time and manner. Some people um, share who and what they are to specific people, but not to everyone. Then there's other people who everybody knows. I'm in the everybody know camp. So yes, I'm coming out. And this episode is proof that I just came out. Next, cupiosexual. Cupiosexual describes asexual people who don't experience sexual attraction but still have the desire to engage in sexual behavior or sexual relationship. I am not cupiosexual. Demisexual. On the asexual spec on the asexual spectrum, this sexual orientation describes people who experience sexual attraction only under specific circumstances such as after building a romantic or emotional relationship with a person. I am demisexual. Next, demiromantic. This romantic orientation describes people who experience romantic attraction only under specific circumstances, such as after building an emotional relationship with a person. I am demiromantic. Fluid. This term refers to the fact that sexuality, sexual attraction, sexual behavior can change over time and vary based on circumstances. It used to describe people who experience shifts in their sexuality, sexual attraction, or sexual behavior in different situations or throughout the course of their lifetime. You may hear someone describe their sexuality as fluid. I am fluid. I am sexually fluid. Next, gay. A term that describes people who experience sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction to people of the same or a similar gender. Some gay-identified women prefer the term lesbian, while others prefer queer or gay. It's also best to ask which word or term someone uses to describe themselves and describe them respectfully. And they should be describing themselves respectfully, too. The fields of medicine and psychology previously referred to this sexual orientation as homosexual. Homosexual is now viewed as an outdated and offensive term and shouldn't be used to refer to LGBTQI plus people. A lot of my community feel that way. Then there's some people who reclaim the word homosexual for themselves as a badge of honor. Teach their own. I am not gay. Gray sexual. Gray sexuals used to acknowledge the gray area on the sexuality spectrum for people who don't explicitly, exclusively identify as asexual or aromantic. Many people identify as gray sexual to experience some sexual attraction or desire, but perhaps not at the same level or frequency of those who identify their sexuality as being 
completely outside of their sexual spectrum. Um, I am not gray sexual. Uh, gray romantic. A romantic orientation describes individuals whose romantic attraction exists in the gray area between romantic and aromantic. Many people identify as gray romantic to experience some romantic attraction, but perhaps not at the same level of frequency as those who identify their sexuality. A romantic orientation is something other than asexual. I am not gray romantic. Gynosexual. A term used to communicate sexual or romantic attraction to women, females, and femininity. This term intentionally includes attraction those identify as women, female, and feminine regardless of biology, anatomy, and and the sex assigned at birth. I am gynosexual. Heterosexual, a term that describes people experience sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction to people of the opposite gender. Male versus female, man versus woman, or different gender. I hate the versus part. It should be man and female. Male and woman. It should be male and female, man and woman, or or different gender. I hate that versus shit. Um, Both cisgender and transgender identified people can be heterosexual. This sexual orientation category is commonly described as straight. I am not heterosexual. I used to identify as that, but I know I do so no longer, according to my self-description. Homosexual. An outdated term rooted in the fields of medicine psychology refers to people who experience sexual, romantic, or emotional attract to people of the same or similar gender. I am not homosexual. Uh, Lesbian. A woman or female identified person who experiences sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction to people of the same or similar gender. However, it's important to note that not all lesbians are female identified. Some define their their identity as more non-male or femme than female or feminine. Some people are lesbians, males refer to themselves as gay or queer, while others prefer the term lesbian. I am not a lesbian. LGBTQIA+, the acronym that often describes people who don't, who don't identify as exclusively heterosexual or exclusively cisgender. Um, the letters in the LGBTQIA+, acronym stand for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning, intersex, and asexual. The plus symbol LGBTQIA+, refers to the fact that there are many sexual orientations and gender identities that are part of the broader LGBTQIA+, community, but aren't included as part of the acronym. I am LGBTQIA+. Libidoist asexual. A term used to describe an asexual person who experiences sexual feelings that are satisfied through self-stimulation and masturbation. This term acknowledges that for some people, acting on libido or sexual feelings doesn't necessarily involve sexual behavior with others. I am not libidoist asexual. Uh, monosexual, a broad sexual orientation category that includes people who experience romantic or sexual attraction to people of one sex or gender. Monosexuality typically includes those who are exclusively heterosexual, gay, or lesbian. I am not monosexual. Non-libidoist asexual. 
Referring to an identity on the asexuality spectrum, a non-libby doe is asexual someone who doesn't experience any sexual feelings or has an active sex drive. I am not non-libby doe is asexual. Omnisexual. Um, omnisexual, similar to pansexual, can be used to describe people. Sexuality isn't limited to those of particular gender, sex, or sexual orientation. I am omnisexual. Pansexual. A term that describes people who can experience sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction to any person, regardless of that person's gender, sex, or sexuality. I am pansexual. Panromantic. A term that describes people who can experience romantic or emotional but not sexual Attraction in person because of that person's gender, sex, or sexuality. I am panromantic, and the sexual attraction is a part of my being panromantic. I just want to clarify that. Yes, I'm panromantic. Um, polysexual. A term that describes people with a sexual orientation involves sexual romantic attraction to people of varying genders. Polysexual orientations include bisexuality, pansexuality, omnisexuality, and queer, among many others. So I am polysexual. Um, I'm also omniromantic. Omniromantic is similar to panromantic. It means describe people who whose romantic and emotional attractions. But not sexual attraction, any person because of that person's gender, sex, or sexuality. So I'm omni romantic. That means that whose romance isn't limited to, to whose romance isn't limited to those of particular gender, sex, or sexual orientation. And that's me. So my being omni romantic is similar to being pan romantic. Next, uh, pomosexual. A term is to refer to people who reject sexualities or don't identify with any of them. Pomosexual is not necessarily an identity. I am not po- I am not pomosexual. Uh, passing. Passing refers to society's perceptions and assumptions of someone's sexuality or gender. Specifically, this term is most commonly used to, descri- to discuss the frequency and extent to which an LGBTQ plus person is perceived as or assumed to be straight or cisgender. It's important to note that some LGBTQIA plus people have the desire to pass while others do not. In fact, the act of being perceived as straight or cisgender could be a source of discomfort and discrimination for some people in the LGBTQIA plus community. I used to be passing, but I am passing no longer. Queer. An umbrella term that describes people who aren't exclusively heterosexual. The term queer, the Q, and LGBTQI plus acknowledges that sexuality is a spectrum as opposed to a collection of independent and mutually exclusive categories. Use of the word opens up options beyond lesbian, gay, and bisexual to people who don't fit neatly into these categories or prefer a category that isn't dependent on sex and gender. While this term once had negative and derogatory connotations, queer has resurfaced as a common and socially accepted way for LGBTQ plus people to refer to themselves in their community. Despite its growing use, some people still have negative associations with the word and don't want to be referred to in this way. 
Queer, like all terms describing sexuality, should be used sensitively and respectfully. I am queer. Questioning. The process of being curious about or exploring some aspect of sexuality or gender. Questioning can also be used as an adjective to describe someone who's currently exploring their sexuality or gender. I used to be questioning, but I'm not questioning anymore. Romantic attraction, the experience of having emotional response that results in desire for a romantic but not necessarily sexual relationship or interaction with another person or with oneself. Some people experience romantic attraction but don't experience sexual attraction. Uh, I do experience romantic attraction and sexual attraction is a part of my romantic attraction. Uh, romantic orientation. Romantic orientation is an aspect of self and identifies that involves... Excuse me, let me re- rewind that back. Romantic orientation is an aspect of self and, I, and identity that involves how you identify, the way you experience romantic desire, if you do, which I do, the genders or sexes, the people you engage in romantic relationships with, if any, you already know what those are, the genders or sexes, the people you are romantically attractive, any, you already know what those are. Meaning, you know what both are in regards to me. Sapiosexual. A word used to describe those who experience attraction based on intelligence rather than sex or gender. I'm sapiosexual. Sexual attraction. Sexual attraction refers to sexual attraction refers to experiencing sexual desire or arousal in relation to another person or group of people. I experience sexual attraction. Sex adverse. Sex adverse describe those who are on the asexual spectrum and are adverse to or extremely disinterested in sex or sexual behavior. I am not sex adverse. Sex favorable. On the spectrum of asexuality, sex favorable is viewed as the quote-unquote opposite of sex repulsed. Describe those who are asexual in certain situations can have favorable or positive feelings toward sex. I am not sex favorable. Sex indifferent. Sex indifferent describe those who are on the asexual spectrum and feel indifferent or neutral about sex or sexual behavior. I am not sex indifferent. Sexual orientation or sexuality. Sexual orientation or sexuality is an aspect of self that involves how you identify, the way you experience sexual or romantic desire, if you do, the genders or sex of the people engaged in sexual or romantic activity with, if any, the genders or sex of the people attracted to, if any, sexuality can change over the course of someone's life in different situations. It's understood to be a spectrum instead of a series of mutually exclusive categories. You already know what my sexual orientation sexualities are. You already know who I'm attracted to. You already know who I engage in sexual activities, romantic activities with. You already know my sexual desires, romantic desires. You already know how I identify on everything. Sex repulse. Similar to sex adverse, sex repulse is on the spectrum of asexuality and describe those who are asexual and are repulsed by extremely disinterested in sexual sexual behavior. I am not sex repulsed. Scoliosexual. A sexual orientation describes people who are sexually attracted to those with non-cisgender gender identities, such as people who are non-binary, gender queer, or trans. I am scoliosexual. Spectrosexual. A term that describes people who are sexually romantic attract. Let me slow down. Spectrosexual. A term that describes people who are sexually or romantically attracted to multiple or varied sexes, genders, and gender identities, but not necessarily all or any. 
I'm not spectrosexual. Lastly, straight. Also known as heterosexual, straight describes people who experience sexual, manic, or emotional attraction to people of the opposite gender. Male, male and female, man and woman are different gender. People identify as cisgender, transgender can be straight. I am not straight. I'm attracted to all gender identities, all sexes, and all genders. Sexual. Men sexual refers to the exclusive attraction to those who are masculine in nature, M-I-N. This can include men masculine aligned and slash or masculine presenting non-binary people and potentially masculine women. I am not men sexual. Multisexual. Multisexual is an umbrella term for any form of of attraction to more than one gender, also known as plurisexuality. I am multisexual. I am plurisexual too. Um, Neptunic. Neptunic refers to the attraction to women, feminine, non-binary people, and neutral non-binary people. It can also be described as attraction to all except men and slasher masculine aligned non-binary people. I am Neptunic. Ninsexual refers to the exclusive attraction of those who are non-binary in nature, NIN. This includes people who are non-binary, neutroyous, and androgynous. A gender, anyone whose gender presentation is androgynous. Androgen, okay, and and androgynous. Um, I am not ninsexual. Polyamorous, po- someone who is or desires to be in a, a consensual relationship with multiple partners. Polyamorous, the opposite of monogamy. I am polyamorous. Sapphic, sapphic refers to a woman or woman-aligned person who's attracted to other women or woman-aligned people, also known as woman-loving woman. W-O-W, I'm not sapphic. Saturnic, the attraction to androgynous-aligned non-binary people. Most of these by non-binary people describe their attraction without relying on the gender binary. I am saturnic. Uranic. Uranic refers to attraction to men, masculine, non-binary people, neutral, non-binary people. Can also be described as attraction to all except women slash or feminine line, non-binary people. Um, I am Uranic. I am also attracted to women slash or feminine line, non-binary people. Um...
I am attracted to men and slash masculine aligned non-binary people. I am. Lithromantic. A lithromantic person is someone who may experience romantic attraction but does not want to reciprocate it. Also known as acoromantic. I am not lithromantic. I am not acoromantic either. Lithosexual. Lithosexual refers to a person who may experience sexual attraction but does not want to reciprocate it. Also known as echosexual. I am not lithosexual. I am not acoyosexual either. Um, and to clear things up so people won't get confused. I am attracted to men, masculine, non-binary people, neutral, non-binary people. And... I am attracted to women, feminine, non-binary people, neutral, non-binary people too. Genophilic. Genphilic, someone who is primarily romantically, sexually, or aesthetically attracted to femininity. I am genphilic. Aprosexual describes when the sexuality is fluid or changeable. For someone, for example, one day they may identify as asexual, the next is lesbian, the next is pansexual. Aprosexual people can fluctuate between all sexualities just a few. The time of between fluctuations can also vary. So yes, I do fluctuate between our sexualities. And I am aprosexual. Androphilic describes someone who is primarily attracted to masculinity, be they sexually, romantically, or aesthetically. The terms are particularly useful for people who identify outside the gender binary, as unlike terms like gay or lesbian. They refer only to the presentation of the person someone who is attracted to and not the person themselves. For example, both heterosexual women and homosexual men can be referred to as androphilic or androsexual. So, I am not androphilic. Um, Aroyace. Aroyace is short for aromantic asexual which means someone who experiences little or no romantic and sexual attraction. I am not a race. Um, aeroflux. An aeroflux for someone whose romantic orientation fluctuates but generally stays on the aromantic spectrum. They may feel strongly aromantic one day and less so on another day. I am not aeroflux. Finsexual. Exclusive attraction those who are feminine in nature, F-I-N. This means finsexual people are attracted to women. Feminine aligned is slash feminine presenting non-binary people and potentially feminine men. I am not finsexual, but I am attracted to women. Feminine aligned is slash feminine presenting non-binary people. And I am attracted to feminine men. I am attracted to masculine men. I am attracted to masculine women. I'm attracted to feminine women too. Gay. 
Gay male slash Vincian. Vincian is a term used to describe gay men or men aligned people. Often used as the masculine equivalent of lesbian. I'm not a gay male and I'm not Vincian. I don't have limited sexual attraction. I don't experience sexual attraction very rarely, nor with very low intensity, and I'm not gray ace either. And you already know I'm genphilic because I'm more attracted to women than any other gender identity. I am attracted to genderless people. I am attracted to gender neutral people too. And when I say attraction, I mean romantic, sexual, emotional, physical, intellectual, social, so on and so forth. So I'm the most attracted to women. Um, Out of all the other types of adults, I am the most attracted to adult females. sexualities are and are not. So, now let's talk about what my gender identities are and are not. This is medically reviewed by Francis Keelan. K-U-E-H-N-L-E-M-S-N-R-N-B-C by Mayor Abrams, LCSW, and C.N. Ferguson. Updated on February 9, 2022. 68 terms that describe gender identity and expression. Gender and sex do not have the same meaning. One is social and the other is biological. Gender is a spectrum, and there are many terms to describe it. Such language is important for understanding in gender and knowing how to affirm and support others. However, these terms can also be confusing. Read on to learn 68 terms about gender identity and expression what they mean. I'll be reading for you, obviously. But we got to read this. Gender versus sex. Many people use the terms gender and sex interchangeably. However, gender and sex actually refers to two separate things. Gender is an identity, your personal sense of who you are. A term can also refer to socially constructed categories that relate to what it means to be a man or woman, not excluding the non-binary. Sex refers to biological and physiological characteristics, your genitals, hormones, and chromosomes all relate to your sex. Although many are taught that there are only two sexes, male and female, that isn't true. That is my statement. 
to Richard Dawkins, respectfully. Some people are intersex or have a difference of sexual development, DSD. Many people grew up with the simplistic idea of gender and sex, that there are two sexes, male and female, that quote unquote match with two genders, man and woman. In reality, neither gender nor sex is binary. The categories used for sex and gender are socially constructed. This doesn't mean that sex and gender aren't real, but that the way people conceptualize them isn't set into the fabric of the universe. It can and does change. So what gender identity is? Your gender identity is your personal sense of self. It's how you as an individual conceptualize your own gender. Gender expression, on the other hand, is how you express your gender identity. Many do this through clothing, behavior, gesticulations, anything people might associate with gender. Your gender expression might match what society expects of your gender or it might subvert it. Gender presentation is often used interchangeably with quote-unquote gender expression in the sense that it's how you present your gender whether you intend to or not externally. Somebody might quote-unquote present as one gender when they actually identify with another. For example, a transgender woman might present as masculine or non-binary person might present as feminine. The outside world might assume that they're one gender even when they're not. That's why it's important not to make assumptions about someone's gender based on how they look. Why it matters? There's so many gender terms out there, many of which overlap. Some also have definitions that shift, that shift, S-H-I-F-T, over time or across different sources of information. Thanks to the internet, we have more access to information, education, and visual representations of diverse genders. But comprehensive and inclusive resources about gender as a concept in this aspect of identity are still lacking. Here we attempt to bridge this gap by breaking down what many of these terms mean and how to use them. Having language that helps demonstrate that the many ways people experience, express, identify their gender allows us all to more clearly see and understand the entire gender spectrum, including and beyond the traditional binary gender categories of man and woman. So, and then it says cis normativity, the assumption that a person identifies with the sex or gender they were assigned at birth or that having a cisgender gender identity is the norm. I despise cis normativity. Here we go. AFAB, acronym meaning assigned female at birth. I am not AFAB. A gender, someone who, who doesn't identify with the idea or experience of having a gender. I'm not a gender. Um, aliagender, a non-binary gender identity that doesn't fit into existing gender schemas or constructs. I'm not aliagender. AMAB. Acronym meaning assigned male at birth. I am not a MAB. Androgen. Someone who has a gender presentation or identity that's gender neutral and androgynous or has both masculine and feminine characteristics. Well, I am androgen. I just learned something new about myself. A poor gender. Both an umbrella term and non-binary gender identity describing the experience of having a specific gender that's different from man woman or a combination of the two. 
I'm not a power agenda. By gender, the term describes someone who identifies with two distinct genders. By gender indicates the number of gender identities someone has. It doesn't indicate which gender someone identifies with or the level of, of identification they have with a particular gender, such as 50% male, 50% demigirl. I'm not by gender. Binarism. Generally, binarism refers to the gender systems and schemas that are based on the existence of two opposing parts, such as man slash woman or masculine slash feminine. More specifically, binarism is a type of sexism that erases ethnic or culture, specific non-binary gender roles and identities. I'm not binarism. Body dysphoria. Body dysphoria is different from body dysmorphic disorder. It refers to a specific type of gender dysphoria that manifests distress or discomfort with aspects of the body. This may include anatomy, shape, size, chromosomes, secondary sex characteristics, or internal reproductive structures. I don't have body dysphoria and I don't have body dysmorphic disorder. I don't have gender dysphoria either. Boy, a B-O-I, boy. A term primarily used in LGBTQ plus communities of color that typically describes someone who has a presentation, sexuality, or gender that's considered boyish. I'm not boy. I'm not boyish. But primarily used in LGBTQ plus communities, this term typically describes someone with a presentation, sexuality, or gender that's considered masculine. Butch doesn't necessarily indicate the other terms that someone might use to describe their presentation, sexuality, or gender. I'm not butch. Cisgender. A term used to describe people exclusively identified with the sex and gender they were assigned at birth. I'm not cisgender. Cishet. A term that refers to someone who is both cisgender and heterosexual. I'm not cishet. I used to identify as cisgender, but I don't anymore. I used to identify as cishet, but not anymore. I want to correct something. Um, I just thought of something. I am Ali a gender. I do have non-binary gender identity that doesn't completely fit to existing gender schemes or constructs. I just thought about it. I am Ali a gender. Self-correction. Let me keep going. I am Ali a gender. A. L-I-A-G-E-N-D-E-R. Okay, now I can officially move on. Um, Self-exploration, right? So, uh, you already know cis-normativity sucks. Let's move forward. Cis-sexism. A form of oppression that discriminates against those who aren't cisgender. I hate cis-sexism. Demi boy, then, then this non binary gender identity describes someone who partially identifies with being a boy, man, or masculine. The term demi boy tells you about someone's gender identity, but doesn't convey any information about the sex or gender assigned to someone at birth. A demi boy could be cisgender or trans. I'm, I, I consider myself a demi man. I do partially identify with being a man and masculine, so I'm a demi man, I'm not a demi boy. Um, demi-gender. This umbrella term typically includes non-binary gender identities and uses the prefix demi to indicate the experience of having a partial identification or connection to a particular gender. This may include demi-girl, demi-boy, demi-boy, demi-trans. Yeah, I'm... I have a partial... Well, 
my connection is strong, but my partial identification is there. So I'm demi-gender. Uh, demi-girl. This non-binary gender identity describes someone who partially identifies with being a girl, woman, or feminine. The term demi-girl tells you about someone's gender identity, but doesn't convey any information about the sex or gender assigned to someone at birth. Demi-girl can be cisgender or trans. I consider myself a demi-woman, because I do partially identify with being a woman and feminine, and woman spelled W-O-N-X-N. So yes, I'm a demi-woman. I'm not a demi-girl. Dyadic. This describes people who have sex characteristics such as chromosomes, hormones, internal organs, or anatomy that can be easily categorized into the binary sex framework of male or female. Dyadic conveys information about someone's sex characteristics but doesn't indicate anything about their gender. So yes, I am dyadic because I do have penis and testicles. That's how I would describe my personal genitalia. Uh, Feminine in the center. This describes people who experience their gender as feminine or femme. Some feminine-assented people also identify with the word woman, but others don't. The term feminine-assented tells you about someone's gender identity, but doesn't convey any information about the sex or gender signs of their birth. So, I am feminine-assented because I know myself to be a woman liberated in a man's body. That is why I don't want any surgeries. I don't want any sex reassignment surgeries. I think they're great. I don't want any gender reassignment surgeries, even though I think they're great. Um, Identify with women more than any other groups of adults. Feminine presenting. This describes people who have a gender expression presentation that they or others categorize as feminine. Feminine presenting is a term that captures the part of someone's gender that's shown externally, either through aspects of their style, appearance, physical traits, mannerisms, or body language. This term doesn't necessarily indicate anything about the way someone identifies their gender or the gender or sex assigned to them at birth. I am not feminine pre- presenting. Femme, this is a label for a gender identity expression of someone. I'm sorry, let me repeat that again. Femme, this is a label for a gender identity or expression that describes someone with a gender that is or leans towards feminine. Some femmes also identify with the term woman while many others don't. Femme indicates the way someone experiences or expresses their gender and doesn't provide any information about the gender or sex assigned to them at birth. So... I'm femme, and I identify with the term woman, and as a femme of center person, I am identified with the word woman on that too. Um, Female to male FTM. This term is most commonly used to refer to trans males, trans men, and some trans masculine people who are assigned female at birth. It's It's important to only use this term if someone wants to be referred to this way. As some trans men and trans masculine people use terms that don't include or indicate the sex they were assigned at birth. So, I am not female to male FTM. Gender, ap- apat- gender apathetic. This term describes someone who doesn't strongly identify with any gender or with any 
gender labels. Some gender ap- apathetic people also use terms to indicate the relationship with the sex or gender assigned to them at birth, such as cis apathetic or trans apathetic, while others don't. Generally, people who are gender apathetic display an attitude of flexibility, openness, and quote unquote not caring about how gender identity or presentation is perceived and labeled by others. I am not gender apathetic. Gender binary, also known as gender binarism, this term refers to gender classification systems, whether cultural, legal, structural, or social, that organize gender or sex into two mutually exclusive categories such as man, woman, or masculine and feminine. I don't do the gender binary. Gender dysphoria, this is both a medical diagnosis and an informal term used to communicate challenging feelings or distress people experience in relation to gender. The medical diagnosis of gender dysphoria refers to a conflict between someone's assigned sex as male, female, or intersex and their gender identity. When used informally, gender dysphoria describes interactions, assumptions, physical traits, or body parts that don't feel affirming or inclusive of someone's express or ex- experienced gender. As you already know, I don't have gender dysphoria. Gender expansive, an umbrella term that's used to refer to people who subvert or don't conform to society's dominant view of gender. This, in, this can include trans people, non-binary people, people are gender non-conforming and more. I am gender expansive. Gender expression. Gender expression is the way someone expresses gender through behavior, mannerisms, interests, physical characteristics, or experience. It's often but not always described using terms such as masculine, feminine, neutral, androgynous, conforming, or non-conforming. The words used to describe someone's gender expression are dependent upon social or cultural norms and stereotypes and might change over time. Uh, I do I do gender expressions. They're just not the way society's used to. Uh, gender identity. This is the way someone experiences gender internally as part of their core sense of self. Gender identity can be assumed based on appearance, anatomy, social norms, and stereotypes. Gender identity isn't determined by assigned gender or sex often develops or changes over time. Um, I have a gender identity. I have gender identities that society is not used to. Gender neutral pronouns. These pronouns are stereotypically or culturally categorized as masculine and feminine or for men or women. Gender neutral pronouns are used by both cisgender and transgender individuals as a way to affirm and convey important information about who they are and how they want to be referred to. Examples include they, them, theirs, z, her, hers, z, zer, zer, z, z, zim, sirs. I go by gender neutral pronouns. Gender nonconforming. This term is used to describe people with a gender expression or presentation that's different from cultural or social stereotypes associated with the person's perceived or assigned gender or sex. Gender nonconforming isn't a gender identity, though some people do self-identify using this term. It doesn't convey any information about the way someone experiences gender internally. More accurately, gender nonconforming is a term used to describe physical traits in relation to socially and culturally defined gender categories. People of any gender, cis, trans, non-binary can be gender nonconforming. I am gender nonconforming. Gender normative. A term used to describe gender traits or identities that are perceived to fall within social norms and expectations. I am not gender normative. Gender presentation. Similar to gender expression, gender presentation refers to the way someone uses behavior, 
mannerisms, interests, physical characteristics, or appearance to convey or present a particular gender externally. My gender presentations are not society's norms. Gender questioning. A person who's questioning one or more or multiple aspects of their gender, such as their gender identity expression. To be honest, I used to do gender questioning. I don't anymore. Gender roles, the interests, babies, and mannerisms that a society and culture assigns to a particular gender or to the things expected of a person based on their assigned, perceived, or actual gender. Gender roles change over time across cultures. I don't do gender roles that are stereotypical. Gender variance, similar to gender nonconforming, gender variance is an umbrella is an umbrella term used to describe people with a gender identity expression or presentation as different from the perceived social norm or dominant group. Some people dislike this term because of its potential to perpetuate misinformation and negative stigma about non cisgender gender identities and nonconforming presentation being less quote unquote normal or naturally occurring. So. I am gender variant. I have non cisgender gender identities and I do have non conforming presentation. Gender fluid. This label is used to describe gender identity or expression. It involves the experience of moving between genders, having a gender that changes over a particular period of time. For example, from moment to moment, day to day, month to month, year to year, or decade to decade. Um, I am gender fluid. Gender fuck. Similar to the term gender bender, this term involves the act of combating, dismantling the gender binary and stereotypes to a gender identity, expression, and presentation that challenges existing norms and expectations in a given cultural context. I am gender fuck. Gender queer. This non binary gender identity, in term, describes someone with a gender that can't be categorized as exclusively man or woman or exclusively masculine or feminine. People who are genderqueer experience and express gender in different ways. This can include neither both or a combination of man, woman, or non-binary genders. So I am genderqueer and I do have non-binary genders. Gender void, a term that describes someone without a gender identity. Although similar to agender, gender void is usually associated with a feeling of loss or lack. I'm not gender void. Gray gender, a gender term that describes someone who experiences amb- ambivalence about gender identity or expression doesn't fully identify with a binary gender that's exclusively man or woman. Um, I'm gray gender. And on a second thought, I feel like I'm going to redefine the term gray sexual for myself. Um... I recognize that because I'm sexually fluid for me, my being gray sexual means that you can't put my sexuality in a box to be wrapped up. So that's what my being gray sexual actually means to me. I love the redefinition of words. Intergender. A non-binary gender identity that describes the experience of having a gender that falls somewhere in, in between woman and man is a mix of both man and woman. I'm not intergender. Um, intersex. An umbrella term that describes people who have sex characteristics, such as chromosomes, internal organs, hormones, or anatomy, that can't be easily categorized to the binary sex framework of male or female. Intersex. Um, conveys information about a person's sex characteristics but doesn't indicate anything about their gender identity. 
Masculine of center. The term describes people who experience their gender as masculine or mask. M-A-S-K. M-A-S-E. Some masculine of center people also identify with the word man, but many others don't. The term masculine of center tells you about someone's gender identity, but doesn't convey any information about the sex or gender assigned to them at birth. I'm not masculine of center. Masculine presenting. The term describes people who have a gender expression or presentation that they or others categorize as masculine. Masculine presenting captures the part of someone's gender that's shown externally, either through aspects of their style, appearance, physical traits, mannerisms, or body language. The term doesn't necessarily indicate anything about the way someone identifies their gender or the gender or sex assigned to them. I'm not masculine. Well, I'm considered masculine presenting because of how I look. Um, Maverick, this non-binary gender identity emphasizes the inner experience of gender. Describe those who experience gender or have a core gender identity that's independent of existing categories, definitions of gender, man or woman, masculine, feminine, and androgynous or neutral. Um, I'm a maverick. Misgender, the act of referring to someone using a gender pronoun or gendered language that's incorrect, inaccurate, or non-inclusive of the person's actual gender identity. Sometimes that happens to me. And I just let it be known that I go by all gender pronouns. I also see myself as a man. I see myself as non-binary um, as well. So I identify with each and every gender and each and every gender identity. I even identify with genderlessness. Um, So I go by male gender pronouns, I go by female gender pronouns, and I go by non-binary gender pronouns too. Um, Male to female MTF, this term is most commonly used to refer to trans women and some trans feminine people who are assigned male at birth. It's important to only use this term as someone prefers to be referred to this way as some trans women and some trans feminine people who prefer to use terms that don't include or overtly indicate the sex they were assigned at birth. So, for myself, I'm not male to female MTF. Um, I was assigned male at birth. Um, and at the same time, I consider myself mostly woman, but I do, I don't mind being seen as masculine. Um, I don't mind being considered a man. I think it's cool to be seen as both two. So mostly see myself as woman. Then I see myself as man. And then towards the very end, I'm like, okay, I'm a mixture. So, I'm non-binary. But yes, I... If, you know, if people, you know, sell me as, like, he, his, and him, and himself, wouldn't bother me at all. I would respond well. Multi-gender. This umbrella term used to describe people who experience more than one gender identity. Other gender labels that fall under the multi-gender umbrella include bi-gender... Trigender, pangender, polygender, in some cases, gender fluid males will fall under this umbrella. 
Um, I'm multi-gender. Neutroyus, this non-binary identity and umbrella term, is used to describe people who have a gender that isn't exclusively man or woman. Neutroyus can be a broader term encompassing other gender identities, such as non-binary, agender, gender fluid, or genderless. Um, I'm Neutroyus. I guess it, you know. Non-binary also referred to as NB. This is a gender identity, an umbrella term for gender identities that can't be exclusively categorized as man and woman. Individuals who are non-binary can experience gender in a variety of ways, including a combination of man and woman, either man or trans, or something else altogether. I would say mine is a combination of man and woman. Some non-binary individuals are trans, while many others don't. Whether a non-binary person is also trans typically depends on the extent to which that person identifies even partially with this sex and gender assigned to them at birth. I am definitely non-binary because I can't be exclusively categorized as man or woman. Um, no be gender. People who use this gender identity experience having a gender that can't be described using existing language due to its complex and unique nature. I'm not be gender. Omnigender, non-binary gender identity that describes people experience all and many gender identities on their gender spectrum simultaneously or over time, similar to pangender. So I'm omnigender because I do experience all gender identities and I do experience all gender identities on the gender on the gender spectrum simultaneously as well as over time. So yes, I'm omnigender. Pangender, this is the one I identify with the most. A non-binary gender identity that describes people who experience all or many gender identities on the gender spectrum simultaneously over time, similar to omnigender. So I'm pangender because I experience all gender identities on the gender spectrum simultaneously as well as over time, like I previously said. Uh, polygender. This gender identity term describes the experience of having multiple gender identities simultaneously over time. This term indicates the number of gender identities someone experiences, but doesn't necessarily indicate which genders are included in the given person's polygender identity. So I am um, I'm polygender. Sex, the classification of a person as male, female, or intersex based on the existing system of organizing human bodies in biology. This system is based on chromosomes, hormones, internal and external reproductive organs and secondary sex characteristics. So yes, I have. So sex, I have that. Um, sex assigned at birth. This first act of assigning 
or designating a particular sex to a person based on the chromosomes, hormones, internal and external reproductive organs, and secondary sex characteristics. This is often done by medical professionals during pregnancy or immediately after childbirth. The sex of persons assigned at birth doesn't determine or indicate anything about their authentic gender experience or identity. I used to, yeah, there was sex assigned at birth for me, maleness, when I was born. Social dysphoria, specific type of gender dysphoria that manifests as distress and discomfort that results from the way society or other people perceive, label, or to interact with someone's gender or body. Um, I don't have social dysphoria. Soft butch, both a gender identity in term, used to describe the non-conforming gender expression of someone who has some masculine or butch traits but doesn't fully fit the stereotypes associated with masculine or butch cisgender lesbians. I'm not a soft butch. Stone butch. Both the gender identity term used to describe the non-conforming gender expression of someone who, who embodies traits associated with feminine butchness or stereotypes associated with traditional masculinity. I'm not a stone butch. Third gender. Originating in non-Western and indigenous cultures, third gender is a gender category that includes people who have a gender that can't be exclusively categorized as man or woman or different from man or woman. So I have a third gender. Because, again, I can't be exclusively categorized as man or woman. Transfeminine. A gender identity label that conveys the experience of having a feminine gender identity that's different from the gender or sex that was signed at both. I'm mostly, I'm mostly transfeminine. Um... But I have some trans masculinity within me, and um, um, I'm more feminine than masculine, but I am masculine. I'm just, I am feminine, just more feminine than masculine, but I am masculine, you know what I mean? But I'm also non binary. But I'm mostly transfeminine. Transgender or trans, both an umbrella term including many gender identities and a specific gender identity that describe those with a gender identity that's different from the gender or sex sign at birth. So I am transgender, I am trans. Um, trans masculine gender identity label that conveys the experience of having a masculine gender identity that's different from the, than the gender or sex that was assigned at birth. So I, I am trans masculine to some extent. Um, transitioning. The act of making physical, social, medical, surgical, interpersonal, personal changes that help to affirm gender or address gender dysphoria. Well, I am not transitioning. I'm just, I have no desire to do so. Uh, transsexual. Falling under the transgender umbrella, transsexual is a word that was medically and historically to indicate a difference between one's gender identity example, the internal experience of gender, and sex assigned at birth as male, female, or intersex. Transsexuals often, though not always, used to communicate that one's experience of gender involves a medical diagnosis of medical changes such as hormones or surgery that help alter anatomy and appearance to feel more congruent with gender identity. Um, due to a fraught history, the word transsexual can be contentious and shouldn't be used unless someone specifically actually referred to this way. Um, um, 
I'm not transsexual. Try gender. The gender identity describes the experience of having three gender identities simultaneously over time. This term, this term indicates the number of gender identities someone experiences, but doesn't necessarily indicate which genders are included in a given person's trigender identity. Um, I identify with trend, trigender because, like I said, I'm mostly feminine. Um, but I'm also masculine. So that would make me non-binary. non-binary because stereotypical masculinity, stereotypical femininity, none of both don't work well for me. There's nothing about me that can be caged nor confined. Two-spirit. This umbrella term was created by Native American communities to bring traditional indigenous understandings of gender and sexuality into Western and contemporary Native education and literature. Each First Nation tribe has its understanding and meaning of what it means to be two-spirit, so this term could have many definitions. Um, two-spirit generally refers to a gender role believed to be a common, acknowledged, accepted, and praised gender classification among most First Nation communities dating back centuries. So I am two-spirit. Um, I go by she, her, hers, herself. I go by they, them, theirs, and themselves. Plus, I I go by Z, her, hers, H-I-R-H-I-R-S. I go by Z, zer, zers. I go by Z, zen, zers. Then they, them. They, them, theirs. I go by that too. So, with women, I'm most attracted to women because their um, women's brains and women's psyches are most uh, aligned with how I live and how I think and how I feel and how I operate. And with women, I'm allowed to be my true self without judgmentalism. And with guys, I can't be completely myself because they are more in line with the global culture in terms of you got to have a stereotypical bass voice. You have to be super tall, super muscular. You have to be hyper aggressive, and I am not any of those things. And I don't like stereotypical femininity because it's all about the woman being the the comeback come bucket, who is the overly submissive housewife who subjects herself 
to physical violence and sexual violence on command. So stereotypical femininity doesn't cut it well for me. Um, there's plenty of stereotypical feminine people who are women who don't get abused, but still, I, I, I'm just not a fan of traditionalism, not a fan of ritualism either. And I'm so proud of myself for explaining to you who the fuck I am.